Maybe you've never managed anyone. Maybe you've never hired people before. You're going to struggle to find good talent. So that's one of the criteria that we're looking for from an investor standpoint. You don't have to service revenue. You don't have to be really fit. You don't have to be all that. But what you do have to be able to do is attract the right talent. And it is going to boil down to, are you the person that you're looking for is looking for? Welcome to the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast, where we'll share our insights on how to make more money, how to help more people, and how to be a better leader for your business and your community. We've been in this game since 1992, and we'll share our successes and failures along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, Matt. Rig, what's going on, man? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. This is out of out of sorts. We normally do our podcasting on Mondays. I feel like it's been a long time. We've been busy. You know, I've been doing a, a lot, lot of stuff you know, going on here. Have you been seeing other people? Yes, man. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to tell you on the podcast that I've been I've been seeing others with podcasts. I'm really sorry. It's not it's not you, it's me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Well that just for you know, if I cough on today's podcast, I apologize right now. Tell me you don't have crud. some. Do you have? I bet I know what you have. What is it? Monkeypox. <laughs> if you don't test for it, you never had it. <laughs> Your voice is so weak. I know. That's all I got. That's all I got today. Hello, everyone. It's Matt. <laughs> don't make me laugh. It makes it worse. Oh God! Uh, well, this is gonna be. Nobody wants to hear you hack and cough. So get your shit together. You Matt. made me come, come on here. On, get your crap together. I was right? doing. I was doing my job. Thank you, you, everyone. Yes, Matt. Let's do this. Okay. Let me go. I'm going first because I already forget. I'm sorry. Right. Shoot. I finally realized why trees don't have teeth. They're all bark with no bite. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you got? You know what the proper pronouns for chocolate are? No. Her, she. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I can't tell if you're laughing because your voice is like a ha. Ah. I can't because I give it? a little regular laugh. It makes me cough. <laughs> Sounds like a little duck squeak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt's barely holding it together. We work him pretty hard and uh, his immune system is not that great. As a matter of fact, I'm going to talk shit about Matt for just a second. So. I always exaggerate this, but we're going to go with my version of it because it's probably pretty accurate. So a long time ago when Matt started here, he was part-time. This is bullshit. This is a straight-up true story. So Matt started working here. He was working as a trainer somewhere else. And, you know, back in the day, Matt, it was trial by fire. You had to come in here and prove yourself. So we put Matt on the morning shift, which was like starting training at 5 a.m. So you had to get here at 4.30, which means based on where he lives, he's probably leaving the house at like 3.30. So that's a pretty rough schedule. He did it one day, and then he got shingles, and he was a young man in his 20s. One day. One day on the early shift, he had to quit because he had shingles. Total bullshit. No. It was a full week. Thank you very much. I had a newborn. I was working a split. It wasn't like I was just coming in in the morning. (sighs) Had to train your clients because you didn't want to come in that day. So, I mean, it was a long day. (laughs) Basically had the company on my back. I mean, look. I don't want you to get stressed because you have a cough already. That could turn into gosh knows what rivets, rickets. I don't know what old people. What's get. a rivet? I don't know. It's something in a bridge that like, holds it together. It's like, like a beetle. That's rickets. <laughs> you got yourself the rickets. I probably got that. The shingy, the rickets, whatever. You got it all. Anything that that people over eighty years old get, Matt's already had it, or he's currently afflicted. Have with you ever it. had shingles? Yeah, I did have it once. I mean, you know, man, like that, that shit hurts. I know it's a chickenpox virus, essentially, just remanifested as. Do people can kids get chick shingles now? I don't think so, right? No, because you can't. You don't get chickenpox unless you don't get the vaccine. Yeah, 
I'm not sure. Now you can get a vaccine for shingles. I'm like, you can get vaccinated for everything. These do days. I need to get that too? God, how many vaccines do I got to get? Well, of all people, I know you need every vaccine that they make. I saw one for HPV. You might want to think about getting that. I don't care if you're married or not. If somebody can catch it through like like air, through the air, and from contact on the desk, it's mad. I do get some weird shit. <laughs> you did. I had double, I had double pink eye. What what was the one? We well, do have two eyes. Is, How what, do you get double no, pink no, I mean like both eyes. Okay. What's like bacterial where you can't like? There's nothing you can take. Bacterial meningitis, <laughs> or the one that kills you. No. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? Today? <laughs> oh, it's Friday, folks. We're not even drinking, but we should be. So it's about lunchtime as well. So here's what we're going to talk about. Sorry for the long intro. But yeah, we have to indulge ourselves a bit. It can't be all business, right? It's our fourth core value. Mm, yes. Humor with a little crazy. Actually, it's our third, but it's one of the five. What we're going to talk about today is what makes an ideal candidate for Alloy as an investor and or operator. So we can actually talk about both positions. And I, uh, that's a question that candidates ask me, like, am I a good? <laughs> Don't start. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt has sworn us off of ever saying... I've been getting this question a lot lately, you know, and then answering it because everyone says that. But it's a question that I had yesterday on a call right. from candidates. What are you looking for? Who makes an ideal alloy candidate? So I thought we could talk about it today, and that way uh, people can listen in and, and understand if they're going to be a good fit. Yeah. Well, who is it? Who we want? Well, I think we're going to go back to the principle that you and I have talked about a million times, which is: Are you the person that you're looking for? Is looking for? Here's what I mean by that: If you're the investor. And you plan to be, let's say, semi-absentee, because we already talked about it. There's no business that's fully absentee. That's ridiculous, right? That's an investment. Go invest in multifamily housing or you know, put your money in the stock market if you want completely passive investing, right? That's a Bitcoin. Is that good right no, now? It's amazing, right? Yeah. High stakes gambling. I think you'd be all over that. <laughs> put all your money in that, didn't you? All of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. You and Jake Paul. Is I that think. 5 a.m. shift still open? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My Bitcoin is not quite working out. Can I come back at 5 a.m.? I'm willing to work with shingles. <laughs> that's good because you're going to have them. So, you know, what makes the, the ideal investor is someone who's built of the right things and who has the right energy that they put out into the world that can attract good talent. Because most of the folks that we're getting in are buying three to six locations. They are planning to, yes, lend bandwidth to the business, meaning they'll handle all the business functions, back office, payroll, all that, and that's what we would expect. They may not be in the gym, mm -hmm. in the facility, servicing revenue, but they're going to need to attract someone who is that person, right? Sure, yeah. So it means, and I'll just give you a couple of scenarios that we've seen, we had someone that was a, a good candidate in the sense that they financially qualified and they have a personal interest in fitness. But we do something called a CEO call as part of our sales process. And it's a, a way for them to get their questions answered from the founder and a way for me to sort of vet them before we have them out to what we call confirmation day, which is the final step in the process where we break bread and really get to know each other, right? And I had an individual on the phone, great guy. And so he said, my biggest concern is that I won't be able to attract the type of talent that's needed to run a good fitness facility. Now, when you look at this individual, he is working in the software industry. He works exclusively from home. He's not very social. His hobbies are like video gaming and things like that. Great guy, but doesn't have a lot of social influence and is very introverted by nature. Good thing about that is he was actually very self-aware. 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sure. Um, I would have agreed with him. So he's not a good candidate for alloy because that type of individual is going to struggle to identify with a very outgoing, gregarious, you know, sort of hard charging operator who can get in, get in front of and influence a lot of people to improve their health. That's not an easy task, right? I mean, like we all know what we need to do again, simple, not easy. Right. Mm -hmm. So you need someone who's got some juice who can hold people accountable that they want to be around, right. That they, that they will, like we talked about on, on our last podcast that you and I did, they don't want to let this person down. Right. Yep. So they're going to do the things that this person asked them to do to be successful in their, in their health journey. Well, that person then has to be a certain type of individual. And that type of individual is, you know, going to be drawn to an investor. That's the person that's hiring them. They're going to sit down with this person and they're going to think, okay, I'm on this team now. Does this, is this person like me? Right. Right. And I'm not talking about, you don't have to be lockstep exactly like the person that you're sitting down with. But if you're extremely introverted, don't have a lot of social circles and don't understand how to get in front of groups of people and be somewhat entertaining, maybe you've never managed anyone, maybe you've never hired people before, you're going to struggle to find good talent. So that's one of the criteria that we're looking for from an investor standpoint. You don't have to service revenue. You don't have to be really fit. You don't have to be all that. But what you do have to be able to do is attract the right talent. And it is going to boil down to are you the person that you're looking for is looking for? So yeah. first and foremost, are you outgoing? Do you have leadership skills? Are you, you know, are you tough? Are you resilient? Because those are things that you'll be coaching to your operators, right? And your main function, if you own three to six, even if you keep your day job, it's going to be motivating and coaching your operators and keeping sure. them following the play. You have the bandwidth of us and the franchise. It's still your business. You still have to get in there and hold people accountable and make tough decisions and cheerlead when you need to and all the things that come along with leadership. And if you don't have any experience doing that and you all, and you actually feel a little awkward doing it, it's probably going to be a tough road to hoe. So I'd say from an investor standpoint, that's what we're looking for. Don't have to be super fit, but you've got to be a good leader, got to be a great communicator, yeah. and you've got to be able to identify and bring on the right people. That being said, and this is what I tell every candidate, here's the bandwidth that you get from Alloy. Imagine an acquisition vendor in the space that only finds talent in the fitness space. We've written the verbiage for the ad for the operator. Mm-hmm. Check. Okay, that's a massive shortcut. We have a screening tool. We've spent time and energy building out the screening tool so you can overlay the functions of the operator onto how they're hardwired and eliminate the 20% of people that you might have liked, but they're not hardwired to do it, right? I'm going to give you all that bandwidth, but you still got to go out there and attract the right type of talent, even with that bandwidth. No, that's great. You literally uh, put everything in there that I was going to ask and talk about. So you really juiced up. Right, today, well, man. good, good talk. That, that, that was, that uh, was a awesome. great podcast today. <laughs> well, no, because that's the, that's just the investor. So let's shift right. gears because a lot of people will say, okay, let's say they are of the right makeup. They're asking what type of person makes a good operator. And this yeah. is means like it could be a partner in the business. I think maybe not. Yeah. Maybe they're just hired. The, the thing you said, the, the best part is identify. You know, like, are you but able they, to identify? Tell that, me what you mean person. by that. Though. Well, I mean, if you're the person your person is looking for, I always screw that saying up anyway. But it's <laughs> like if you if you can't identify that person because you don't know what, it, you know, they only can see kind of things that you like or similarities to your own you know, character. It's going to be hard for you, right? We can put a lot of good good people in front of you. Like you say, we have all those things in place, but if you cannot identify who the actual best fit is because you only like people like you, <laughs> could be a problem. Just so I'm clear, if I'm looking for an operator and they're like me, I want someone, and I'm introverted, I want someone that plays lots of Dungeons and Dragons, Yes, right? 
spends copious amounts of time playing Call of Duty. With are these negatives or positives? <laughs> I'm just pulling your chain. These are all negatives. You don't play Call of Duty? <laughs> no. Do you play it? Do you want to go? You know, do ninja stuff in the garage? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yep. So. To your point, let's shift gears and go to the operator because this is a seat that you sat in for a long time. We could the director of training, could be the general manager. There's a lot of interchangeable terms. But we like director of training as a consumer-facing term. Like, who should I hire? Well, we've got the tools in place. We talked about that. What type of personality attributes does this person need to have? High energy, A player, salesy, you know, high sales axman, whether that comes out like, has sales background or just are really passionate about what they what they're going to be doing. Can I stop you there for a minute? Oh, you was, said was, a word. That was my time. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I already lost it. Go for it. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, I'm not uncomfortable with you having a speaking part on the podcast. We've talked about know, this. this if you get growing, I'm like, oh, he's going off the rails. I better save him. I, I jump in there at these critical times to make you look good. You're welcome, actually. So you do it for me? I do. You see this? I don't know. Did anybody else hear this? I mean, I don't feel like you're holding me back, but I do kind of feel like I'm dragging you along a bit. Anyway, we'll, we'll get we'll we'll settle this later. Um, listen, I'm not coming in next week. You said the word salesy, and I think like I know what you mean, but I think if somebody hears that, that's cringy, right? They're like, "Ooh, salesy's a guy who's got his hair slicked back and he's trying to sell me like a used car," as an example. So tell me what you mean by that, because I know where you're going, and I 100 percent agree. But I think for our listeners, like. What do you mean salesy? I mean, like, doesn't the operator just have to like take care of the flock? Like you, you know, you get people in the gym. Don't, don't they just have to be good personal trainers? Gym sales is still a part of the business, right? I mean, we're always, you know, we have a pre-sale, which you have to have a high sales axman for that. I mean, Mm -hmm. then ongoing, once you have a good pre-sale, you are going to be doing some sales every month. So there is that part, but then you're always, you're selling what we do like every day, right? We were doing personal training. You were helping people that, can't do it on their own, be successful. So there's a certain amount of sales, every aspect, whether it's nutrition, just their daily lives, habits, that you got to persuade them to be better. And that's what I mean by salesy. Yeah, that's a great description. And dare we say everything in your life in some way, shape, or form, whether you recognize it as such or not, is sure. sales. Yeah. We think about it. Like you want to go eat at a certain place tonight, you know, with, with the Mallory, you're going to have to Sell you her want a on, margarita? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. <laughs> Who wants a margarita? She does. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. all kidding aside, you're always selling. Like, let's say that you've got someone and you need them to make certain nutritional changes to get to these goals. You're selling them on the fact that the things that you're telling them to do will work, right? Yeah. You're always selling. So salesy is not a derogatory term, you guys. Whether you like it or not, even in the scenario of the hunter and the gardener, which I'll describe, the gardener still has to be selling at all times. You're either selling people on habit chains, selling them to stay, selling them to change their nutrition, a million and one things all the time. And so in the hunter-gardener scenario, there's different phases of opening a business. One of those phases is you do need to be a hunter. And in this case, that means you eat what you kill. You're going to have to leave the the garden every now and then and go out and kill stuff. Well, telephone sales during a pre-sale is not for wimps. You have to be salesy. It's really just effort. It's that four-letter word that no one wants to talk about called work, where you have to like double down. You can't be scared of hearing no's. You're going to get some of those. As a matter of fact, it should be a goal to get enough to get yeses. We have KPIs on what percentages should be closed, but it's going to be your relentless pursuit of that, certainly during the pre-sale, 
that's the time when we have the most bandwidth. We need you to leave the garden and be a hunter. Now, once the folks are over the fence and you're going to plant these things and you're mm-hmm. going to take care of them long time, yeah. now you're a gardener. So it is a bit of a unique skill set where you have to both able to be a hunter, which is that sales acumen, high, high sales at the start, but to your point, still selling later on. Later, care, gardening, you know, that type of thing. The whole, they don't know what you, they don't care what you know until they know that you care, right? Yeah. But I think you can do both. And when you frame sales as just influence, that's all that you're doing. Sure. Um, it's not a bad word. It's not a derogatory term. It's not tricks and things like that. It's showing up in people's lives, caring enough to have hard conversations and getting them to do the things that you need to do. Right. So are we selling like crack or something? We're not selling like good quality, personal training, health stuff. It's not that bad, right? Yeah. So like, so what you're saying, like, hold on. What you're saying is if we, if we actually influence someone to buy our service, it could improve their life a little bit. How dare you? What? <laughs> Sales is a dirty word, man. Right. I would never do that. But case in point, you always laugh. Oh, geez, heaven forbid you push someone a little bit, right? right? And they actually take action and end up changing their life for the better. Is that not worth the effort? Well, that's why somebody gets a personal trainer. It's that you know, stereotypical look at personal trainers. They're, re- they're relentless effort to make you better <laughs> kind yes. of thing, right? And it's not easy. I mean, it's, there's a lot of facets of that that have to do with sure. stress and sleep and nutrition and exercise and all the things that go into it. And you're walking alongside someone in that journey, and it's got peaks and valleys in it. I mean, our average day is three years. You think somebody's going to be on it, on their game perfectly for three years? That's no. not going to happen. So you're going to need to manage throughout that time. But in that management of those peaks and valleys are a lot of, air quotes, sales. Mm-hmm. right? Because they're like, oh, I don't know if this is working for me. Well, they just got back from a trip eating their way through Italy, right? They gained 12 pounds. Now their joints hurt because they're inflamed because they've been drinking every night, right? And for some reason, the one thing they want to let go of is the one thing that makes them feel better, which is exercise. And that's just a natural inclination. It's your job then to point out the obvious and right. sell them, air quotes again, on the fact that this is exactly what they need to do. You need to move more. We need to get you back on track. You're going to be fine. It worked before. It'll work now. Yep. It, you're just not doing it, right? Period. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of sales that we're talking about. And so if I was asking you, Matt, if there was, you know, again, who is my operator? Do I just need someone who's a really good personal trainer or, or like it's really good with care? Or do I need someone who's good at sales? What would you say? Well, ideally, I'd have a little bit of both, but I'm probably going to lean more towards sales. <laughs> Would you agree that the person that's good at sales is also going to be good at care if they're just if they just care about people? Yes. <laughs> You're like, uh, I think so. <laughs> I don't know what you, you could just, see Matt's face. What did you just say? What did you just say? <laughs> Keep up, Matt. You care, good at care. Mucinex is not treating you right today. No, a little loopy. Yeah, you are. I like it actually. I like loopy Matt. Um, <laughs> What I'm saying is if, in fact, that person is good at sales and if they just care about the people in front of them, that sales acumen will carry them through those tough conversations and those peaks and valleys. I mean, I I always say this about you and I always tell people that, you know, I always point out to Rick that he's always selling when even when he doesn't know he's doing it. But it's, it's not a sales thing. It's you're passionate about helping people. And it just comes out wherever that needs to be, whether it's like about working out or their nutrition or something like that. You don't even know you're doing it, but you've probably, you know, you've sold them on working on the gym or they ended up going to the front or buying supplements and you didn't even know what you did that. <laughs> yeah. Well, true. And, and I think it, but it comes back to what you said. It's like, I have a real passion for helping people. Right. I don't even care what the vehicle is. Right. Like 
I mean, Matt also teases me a lot. You guys, as we do a lot of it's my just, only job, right? I know he's really good at it, by the way, he's a pro. Um, and I'm an easy target, but I've connect a lot of people. So like I was on the, the app, uh, discussion the other night with Farhad from Trainerize, And I was like, you know, that I sold your gap. Like I put that, put that deal together. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I connect people to friends and they buy their businesses. And I mean, that's what I do, but it's like, I have a passion for helping people even right. in that regard. Yeah. Right. But if I have this amazing vehicle that I'm sitting on, which is fitness, of course, I'm going to be passionate about it. Right. I think, um, you know, everybody was teasing me because during the pandemic, it was like, I don't get out in my neighborhood a lot, but during the pandemic, I was walking my dog a lot in the neighborhood and man, we filled the gym up with just neighbors, right? Because if <laughs> yeah. I would run into somebody and they would ask me about it, I'm just gushing, Can't help himself. I'm gushing like, you know, passion about what we do because I want to help the person that's standing in front of me. So I you, think do we you can walk do around your neighborhood with your shirt off. I do. I yeah. do. Speedo. Yeah. Mm. Depends on the weather. American flag. Yep. American flag speedo for sure. I mean, America, but yeah, and cowboy boots. And cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. It's a good look. I don't want to get bit by a snake, so I wear high boots. <laughs> you look like the guy in New York City. Yeah, yeah. Was that, that cowboy guy who stands out in his underwear and yeah. sings? I could do that job. That's actually what I want to do. I want to build the franchise. I'm going to sell out. I'm going to move to New York and sing songs in my underwear. Oh, boy. Write it life down. Life goals. Write it down. Hashtag life goals. So sales first in this position, right? So the investor needs to be the right makeup to attract the right person, you need someone with a strong personality, high energy, that's not afraid to hear no. And the reason that they won't be afraid, you guys, is they have so much passion for helping people. And they're sitting on this amazing vehicle, which is alloy to help people. They are going to push, push, push. I'll give you an example of that, which is Rami, who is our Dunwoody licensee, who sold nearly 150 memberships during presale. Yeah. We were visiting with an investment group that recently purchased three locations from us in Atlanta. And one of the people in the investor group said, I live near that club. I wanted you to know that I reached out and the, the owner there, and he's saying Rami and there's a couple of owners there. It's Rami and joy. But he said, uh, he called me five times (laughs) and he texted me at least five times. And I was like, oh, that's, that's go. I go. And so I asked, right. And this will be good for everyone to hear. Were you offended by that? Did you feel like you were being bothered? He's like, no, not at all. He's got a great sense of humor. He always remembered my goals. Right. And he just consistently reached out and I need that. So I'm going to go in next week. So think about that. That goes back to sales. There's an amount of effort that goes into that. The effort is driven by the passion to help. Yeah, which he definitely has, right? Yeah. He loves his why is massive, right? Yeah. And he goes, approaches it with like, I'm gonna help everybody I can. And he's unapologetic in the amount of effort that he'll put in to help you. If that sales air quotes is coming from that place, the person on the other end of that communication is going to feel that in the best of ways. Mm-hmm. Here's somebody who got five phone calls and as many, if not more, text messages in a very short period of time and was not at all offended, was actually very appreciative and literally stated that level of conviction to get me in is what's going to get me into that club. Absolutely. So props to Rami, and I think that's a great lesson for anyone listening to hear because I can't tell you how many times that we've heard, just not in our franchise, but just in fitness in general, from people that are in sales positions like, well, I already called them. I don't want to bother them. Yeah. And that might mean they called them once. Leads are bad. Yeah, these leads are bad. I reached out to all these people <laughs> once. Five calls, five text messages. And by the way, 
He's using our software, which allows you to leverage it. You can send out group messages to anybody that you haven't talked to or these cold leads or this or that. Easy to batch them, easy to message them. It's just effort. But he's got a ridiculously gregarious personality. He's driven by passion to help people. Mm -hmm. There's no tricks. There's really not. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a couple of little tricks of the trade that we're going to teach you. It's not that. It's passion. It's energy. Mm -hmm. And the person on the other end is going to feel and and know immediately that your main objective is to help them and they will do anything to do that. Yeah. So sales first, but I hope that helps you guys understand that's who you're looking for as an operator in an alloy facility. Or if you just have a fitness facility, you're looking for like a director of training, that's who you want. And they are going to be selling 24 seven to get people to move their, to, to join their mission, to do the things they need to do. Talk them off the ledge later when they go a little sideways and believe me, they will to, you know, sell them, you know, that they need to bring their friends or their husband in because you have a passion to help everybody in their family as well. All those things are going to add up to essentially what look like sales, but it's just going to be care at the end of the day. So you're going to be um, both a gardener and a hunter at the same time. Cool. Anything to add? Well, I mean, would you agree with that? Because you did sit in that seat forever. 100%. Yep. Nailed it. You saved the podcast today. I think uh-huh. it was going off the rails. I mean, duh. I mean, <laughs> no, no, 100% I agree on everything. <laughs> That's great. Mad. I'm just trying not to golf over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, we'll prop Matt right now for his just effort to get to the podcast while having both shingles, rickets. Rivets. Um, no, yeah, rivets, which is also that's, that's a brand new thing. Only Matt can catch that, by the way. Um, and all the other diseases that you typically don't get till you're over the age of 85. So, Matt. Props to you for being here. Let's hope that this doesn't tank you, yeah. all the effort you've put in today. For 12 years, I've had all the illnesses of he has. lifetime. He really has. And listen, I uh, hope that helps you guys. And uh, <laughs> hopefully it'll be a, just a smidge less ridiculous next time, but I doubt it. See you guys later. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, check us out at alloyfranchise.com for more information on the alloy systems. Also, leave us a five-star review so we can spread the good word and help more people.